0: Is there more pressure on Nico Iamaliava because of an NCAA investigation, Caleb? You say yes. Why?
1: Nico is no longer the guy that's expected to be a great quarterback for Tennessee. Nico Iamaliava, before he's ever started a regular season game at Tennessee, is already the face of the death knell of the NCAA in 50 years. When people look back on college sports history and they say, what killed the NCAA Nico Iamaliava will be the most prominent player discussed.
0: Because that way, I think there might be more pressure. I hope he doesn't feel it. He didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do
1: anything wrong, but Tennessee opened up the checkbook to get Nico Iamaliava. As we found out yesterday, they planned from the start to use him as a proxy to take out the NCAA. And they've done that. The NCAA is officially going to be dead very soon. This all is happening before Niko Iamaliava. before we even know if he's going to be good. Now, we're pretty sure he's going to be good. We're pretty sure he's going to be elite.
0: Let me play devil's advocate in another way if you don't okay. if you mind i don't think there can be any more pressure on nico i, I just i think it's reached the point where short of if mcgruber came to him and said if you don't disarm this bomb with me the world's going to explode remember mcgruber from saturday night live mcgruber oh my Sorry. gosh who, who remembers mcgruber uh no i there can't be any more pressure on Nico. There just can't. And I want to get to how he'll handle it, but I just don't think there can be any more pressure.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I absolutely think there can. And because the pressure's not the pressure up to this point was just from Tennessee. Dave, the entire college sports um stratosphere is now riding on Nico. Because okay, let's what was who was the first player that became prominent for taking on the NCAA? It was Ed O'Bannon, right? yes he did it after he left UCLA when he had led UCLA to a national championship and was an all-american and had his jersey retired
0: and when he didn't have anything on so he didn't have anything on the line and he had time to burn as well
1: yeah cuz he probably blew all his money in the nba and he's like i got to <laughs> i mean he probably played 2 years so you don't know um, that just light up the stereotype they don't all blow their money I'm joking. I'm kidding. But you're right. He, it was just random when he decided to go get money from this. I, I supported him, and I'm sure you did, too. I fully supported him. Uh, yeah, doing he's what he he's did.
0: sitting at home waiting for that $600 check that he gets from me. He sports like, oh, <laughs> I'm having trouble making it to the end of the year. Uh, I've got to get that 600 bucks Rent's due. Um, I'm being mean. Dad, I, I, I'm joking. <laughs> I don't know what
1: you've done. You actually seem like a very, very smart guy, um, but... Yeah, you did only have a two-year NBA career. Okay, you probably thought you were going to play longer.
0: Do you think the pressure affects Nico at all?
1: I mean, it's no. impossible
0: for us to say.
1: No, because I think Nico's going to. I think Nico's already shown he embraces the, pre- the pressure and has the moxie to do it. But look, okay, Dave. What happens if this happens? This isn't going to happen. But just just entertain me for a minute. Nico Iamaliava is a total bust. Just a total, total bust. Okay. Say that happens. That's crazy. I said entertain <laughs> me for a second.
0: <laughs> Go ahead. Nico
1: Iamaliyava is a total bust. We all know there's already going to be a fight in Congress on what to do with shut NIL. The
0: hell up. <laughs> <laughs> I had to play one more. We already know what. Sorry.
1: The NCAA goes and testifies before Congress in like a year when there's a hearing on what to do with NIL legislation. The NCAA says, you guys saw that y'all took away NIL and made it pay for play. And the prominent person in this was this guy at Tennessee when they when their state sued us. Um, and mm-hmm. he turned out to be a bust anyway after he got $8 million. Is this what we want college athletics to be going forward? And every idiot member of Congress on both sides were like, no, we don't want it to be like that. We can't think for ourselves. And a brand new voice. And they're going to pass a law that restricts the monetary value of athletes everywhere with Nico Iamaliava being their case to do it. That much pressure is on them for him to be successful.
0: Well, it could go the other way too. If he's really, really good and Tennessee wins a national championship, then people will say, oh, well, Tennessee was just at the forefront of NIL and they bought a championship. So it could go either way. It depends how- Yeah, but who cares? Who cares if someone says that? It depends, it depends how somebody wants to spin the narrative. What?
1: I'm um, sorry, I, I should have let you finish. I apologize. No, I said, who cares if someone says that? Hey, let me ask you this. Go to, how, how many Marlins fans exist? I guess maybe three, there's like what, three or four people that actually are Florida Marlins fans in the world, okay? Go to those three or four Florida Marlins fans and say, well, you know, you only won those World Series titles because you bought them. You think Marlins fans are gonna care? they're yeah. like hey we still got them
0: all 5 of them all right uh,
1: <laughs> oh five i thought there were 3 to 4 you're saying there's five marlins fans? man
0: i went Guys. to a marlin i went to marlins game one time when i was on vacation <laughs> Uh, I remember Dontrell Willis threw a two-hitter, complete game, back when people threw complete games. And I stretched out. I was like over four seats, and I had a family with me. We had our whole section. It was the hooker section. We called it Hooker's Corner.
1: Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it.
0: Kaylin brings this up on the in the message. I do want to ask you this I do want to ask you this real this real quick. Um, if Nico goes to Gumps, which he's referring to Alabama or Ohio State with the same check, they have no investigation. I don't want to be Mr. Conspiracy theory, but I agree with him because I think that it was a school that was not prominent at the time that did that and made a splash. And all of the, the, the powerful schools, the more successful schools in recent history were the ones that raised so much ruckus about it. So I tend to agree. I don't think it's a conspiracy theory that people are looking out for Alabama or Ohio State. I just think they would have believed a lot of people would have thought, hey, they know how to do it. They know how to follow the rules. They're not rogue. They haven't had a Jeremy Pruitt in their recent history. I tend to agree with that. With Kalen's assessment. You
1: Yeah, the NCAA was out for blood because they wanted to make an example and they thought Tennessee would roll over because they were a wounded dog because of the previous investigation. That's all this was about. Um and so and that so I will say this had it been um I mean there have been other schools under investigation recently. I can't think of and like you know, they hit they slapped Florida State with some silly fine with some silly punishment over an NIL violation, too, some Florida State assistant. Michigan. If Nico was in Michigan, they would have investigated Michigan because they're out for blood on Michigan as it is. Um, does. Because, yeah, because of the yeah, because of the sign sealing scandal, Florida State they've tried to make an example out of. But you're right, Ohio State they weren't really going to do that. Alabama they weren't really going to do that because there were no accusations at the moment of NCAA violations. So, I I don't think that. They would – i I'm not so sure that would – it would be the case with that. But it's not. You're right. It's not because they prefer Alabama to Tennessee. That's people who think the NCAA – I don't think the NCAA plays favorites in the sense of their fans of certain teams. I I just think that – yeah. Yeah. I I just think that there was more – there is more politics involved.
0: Okay. What do you think it's like in the NCAA office right now on a day-to-day basis? Like you show up for work and you say, hi, Bob. How's it going? By the way, the NCAA – did, are you the one that told me this? That the uh the president of the NCAA isn't he, he doesn't even work out of Indianapolis. He works remotely.
1: I did not know that. He's the former governor of Massachusetts. Um, I don't know if <laughs> he works pretty sure he could be your
0: next door neighbor. But um, yeah. So what do you think that the the NCAA office is like right now after they've lost almost everything?
1: Well, okay. I, I'm going to say this. I. Being in media, and Dave, you're in media too, we know a lot of people who work for big corporations, probably media corporations, that the writing's on the wall that those corporations are going under and that the layoffs mm-hmm. are coming, right? Yes. And so I I don't want to make light of this because, guys, there's a lot of day-to-day just go to work, do your job for $60,000 a year, people working at the NCAA at the lower level that are just going to work day-to-day and praying to God they don't get laid off tomorrow and have families to I feed. Agree.
0: And I appreciate you yeah. pointing that out because we don't want anybody to lose their job. But if it's a dude making $250,000 for the past 20 years and hasn't done anything productive, I don't really have a problem with it.
1: No, I don't either. I don't either. As a matter of fact, the thing that frustrates me the most about corporations, and you know this, Dave, the middle managers who do nothing get their jobs protected when they're making two hundred to 300000 And the workers who do most of the producing that make $60,000, they are the ones who get fired first. But the middle managers who do nothing get to keep their jobs. So I'm totally with you on that. Um, So I think regular workers at the NCAA, because when we say what's going on in the office, it's like it depends on who we're talking about. If it's the board members, here's what they're doing. They're on the phone with politicians every day begging them to pass some sort of legislation to help keep them in power. That's what the board members are doing. They're, They're hiring their lobbyists and they're sitting in the room with their lobbyists and they're saying, hey, Go to Congress right now. We need something passed. And they're constantly figuring out how to do that. The day-to-day workers, they're just going in and doing their job. Then they're going to the local bar in Indianapolis down the road. And they're talking after work about how they're all about to get fired. And probably they're sending out resumes everywhere. And again, it's something that is like, you know, you feel bad for that. uh... By the way, guys, I'm not attacking managers. Managers do great jobs. But there are in many places in media. No, No, they don't. Managers. Managers do good jobs <laughs> a lot of times. Stop it, <laughs> Dave. Managers do good work. There are a lot of managers who do great work, but there are certain no, not managers. in
0: journalism.
1: Yes, I mean, yes, not in journalism. Okay.
0: Because they're jealous they're not going to the event. They're frustrated by every, reading copy all day long. No, mostly they're not. Right,
1: cool. Dave, t- we're talking, yeah, we were talking specifically wow. in journalism. And I feel like the NCAA is is very similar. Where middle management in the NCAA is probably the same thing. If you're a middle management at a corporation that makes a product, sells a product, and you know that is responsible for that stuff, you probably do valuable work. You do. You obviously do valuable work.
0: Ah. Uh, and I hope, so. I hope you're right.
1: Um. So <laughs> there are a
0: lot. There were a lot of dudes walking around before Dave Hart came and cut people that were, like I said, walking around making $200,000 a year. And I didn't know what they did. Because
1: they weren't, and guess what? But they, that, they weren't making a valuable product and selling it that you could track. They were just managing a valuable product. So I'm talking about if you were their manager at a corporation that makes a valuable product, sells that valuable product, I'm sure that you have a lot of value. But yes, you are right. In something like the NCAA or, some, or in certain fields, yes. The middle management can be a problem and not that it shouldn't exist but there's too many positions a lot of times mm-hmm. and i think that's where the NCAA is right now mm-hmm. i i am i do feel for the people at that office mm-hmm. i i do um i just i think it's a tenuous time but I think they are probably sending out resumes and looking everywhere. And the board members are probably just saying, we'll just cash out our whatever golden parachute that we made working here. We don't care about anybody else. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
0: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Lucky. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No 1 is by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2.